Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Finding someone who shares your values in today's culture isn't easy, and being single around the holidays isn't easy either. That's why Catholic Singles created a website and app where single Catholics can meet and get to know each other that focuses on values, activities, and interests. For over two decades, Catholic Singles has been fostering deep relationships because your faith matters. Start today at catholicsingles.com. That's catholicsingles.com. Ignatius Press is pleased to announce the first national book club created for Catholic schools. Ignatius Book Club for Catholic Schools was launched to support Catholic schools' dedication to forming the whole child, mind, body, and spirit. Ignatius Book Club for Schools partnered with leading publishers of children's literature to offer the best books and educational materials for all reading levels and interests. Head to ignatiusbookclub.com podcast and find wholesome books that delight, inspire, and enrich. This Our Mother of the Eucharist production is made possible by you. If you would like to support us by donating, click the Give Online tab at the top of our website, ourmotheroftheeucharist.org. Thank you and God bless you. Welcome to Shades of Blue. All that is good, all that is true, all that is beautiful, all that is holy, all that is pure, all that is virtuous, all that is merry. This is Out of the Blue with Sister Carista Maria and Sister Mary Claire. Hello, everybody. We were just um, reflecting upon Advent, the season of Advent, and the word that comes to me, uh, sister, is uh, longing. Mm -hmm. You know, um, this is a time of and a season of longing for the Lord. And I know that there's a lot of times that, you know, well, we're living in a society that you know, we can long for so many things. You know, I long for a cigarette. I long for a drink. I long for this. Piece of pizza. Piece of pizza. Mm -hmm. I long for, you know, there could be so many other things. But do we realize that Jesus loves to be longed for? Amen. You know? That's beautiful. Because, you know, when I think of Advent in the past, I never saw it as like a mini Lent. It, yeah, was me never, it was never something that you really should be preparing your heart for Christmas. And rather, it was, okay, what, am I gonna, what presents am I going to get for this person or that yes. person? What am I going to get? You know, what is, right. you know, just focusing more on the Christmas celebration throughout preparing right. rather than just preparing my deeper heart, preparing the end, room at the end. Right. And what, what always gets me, too, is that um, Christmas is started the day after Thanksgiving. And Christmas really doesn't begin until December 25th. And then you have right. <clears throat> the eight-day octave, which um, people have already gotten out of the Christmas spirit. And so they're really not uh, entering into... That is the crescendo. That is the time that we're really exactly. supposed to enter exactly. into the Christmas spirit. And, and a lot of people are taking down their trees at that point. Right. And it's like now you and I, now that we're living the liturgical calendar, that is like so profound. 
entering in Christmas Day and all eight days of Christmas. Mm. It's like Christmas Day, right? Eight days and and just being at Bethlehem. Mm. And so even for us, I know certainly we don't, you know, bring the baby Jesus out until Christmas. Right. Christmas Eve. Well, what comes to me, sister, as you you were saying that, I was really having an image of the Blessed Mother, and I was having an image of her anticipation for the coming of her Savior, Mm -hmm. because she was the one that was carrying him in her sacred womb, Mm -hmm. and she was preparing. And I I was thinking about how her and Elizabeth, you know, when, when Mary found out that she had conceived, what is the first thing she does? She goes and sees her cousin Elizabeth, who was in her sixth month. And I can just imagine the two of them, the contemplative prayer that they had with one another, the awe that they had, the anticipation. I bet you the two of them were like going back and forth, sharing the scriptures. Wow, can you believe this is happening to us? This has been, this has been prophesied in the scriptures and we're, we're, we're part of this. This is such a grace. Yeah, and it's kind of like when Mary visited Elizabeth, it was like she was bringing the tabernacle of Christ's mm. presence. It's kind of like when we're in adoration, or, or not even adoration, if we have the tabernacle with Jesus and the Eucharist in the tabernacle and we're just sitting there, just being in the presence of Jesus, I can imagine that Elizabeth was very much in that mode. Mm. of awareness of Christ's presence within Mary's womb mm. and and just soaking in, you know. Mary is the first tabernacle. And often I do think of Mary for those nine months, just that contemplative mode she was in mm. of the indwelling presence. Right. right. Of, of just uniting with with God who had become flesh in her womb. Mary had such humility, mm-hmm. deep, deep humility. And I think uh, what stirs in my heart, too, is I was having a, another <laughs> image as we're talking of uh, the shepherds and and all the, all the little ones longing for Messiah, longing for this peace and, and this love and this joy and how God goes to the Anawim, the little ones, mm-hmm. the ones mm-hmm. who are truly uh, seeking and, and humble. And God desires each one of us to have that simplicity of heart and that humility of heart to where we dispose ourselves and we to God and that we long for Him. We long to be with Him. We long to have union with Him. We long to have a peaceful world. We long to have peaceful hearts. We long to have loving hearts. And I was having this image of the shepherds. Wow. And how the angels appeared to them, the little ones, telling them that the Messiah had come. Right. And of course, that's going to come for Christmas. And, uh, but, right. but for us right now, this longing, to be know? in that mode of longing and, and of poverty, mm. a poverty of spirit, right. so that we can be aware of our need right. and our longing. And, you know, if, if we ask, like, well, are we supposed to do things like we do for Lent during Advent? Are we supposed to give up something or do this or that? What, you know, what are some practical things that you would say? 
I mean, the, the first thing that comes to my heart is reading the scriptures too, yes. you know, because the scriptures prepare you for uh, the coming of the Messiah. You can read Old Testament, you can read New Testament, and it will prepare your heart for the coming of our Lord. And not only that, spending time in prayer before our Eucharistic Lord, yes, and that longing to be with Him. And the rosary. And the rosary. Mary with Scripture. Yes, <laughs> yes. And to pray with Mary, because she's, she's the one that is going to be uh, leading us through this Advent season because she experienced it in a great, profound way that no one could ever. Right. And and I think as I, you know, reflect on my own preparing for Christmas, like what have I been doing? Mm. I've just been trying to be in that mode of surrender and being mm. aware of what blocks I still may have where, you know, the Holy Spirit will enlighten us as we yes. ask him, as we ask our Lord to enlighten us in any areas, any anything that where I'm called to grow right now, any areas where I might still be not fully surrendered. There's always more, always more rooms and closets and nook and crannies in our hearts where Jesus is knocking. So the question is, this Advent season, where is Jesus knocking hmm. in our hearts? So um, you were saying about your yourself, right? And right. So yeah, always there's always more, always more, and I do have a desire. I have a desire to grow even in my longing. There are certain times mm. in my life that I am, am more aware of it. I experience that longing more than others, but I'm always wanting to grow and deeper in that longing for our Lord. You see, I love that because, you know, it, this is a prayer that we can all pray, Lord, give me the grace to have that kind of longing, right. to long for you. I pray for this grace to, I, I, to long to long for you, you know. Because even I think of many of the saints who lived off of the Eucharist, and even like St. Catherine of Siena, she so longed for our Lord. She was so emptied of everything else. It doesn't mean that we're called to not eat other foods. But even so, even so, you know, for myself, being conscientious in my fasting and, mm. and, and not um, living to eat, but eating to live, in the sense of being, having my longing not to be sated with things in the finite world and in the natural realm, right. but but having my longing be for the supernatural, for the union with our Lord, for the divine, I love for that. the infinite. I love that. And and when things of the finite, you know, when my focus is on the finite, then then I'm stuck there. Mm. And and our Lord is up here beckoning me, waiting, his heart burning, me, all of us, his heart burning, he thirsts. He thirsts for us to long for him and for us to thirst for him. I love that because as you're sharing this, what's coming to me is that um, this longing and these penances and so forth that we desire to do during these seasons um, 
are not a negative. Right. They're not something that is like, oh, I got to give up something and I got to do this and I got to do that. Right. And then we just stay on it's, the natural realm if we're just doing it like that. Right, right. I can't wait till I can eat chocolate again. I can't wait yeah. till I can yeah. do this or that. Yeah, and it, it defeats the purpose. It's mm -hmm. everyone is called to this um, this deeper longing out of love. It's all out of love. It's not out of just mm -hmm. let me get this you know uh, penance done and chalk this up. You know that I, I get I get my right. little bonus point. You know, yeah. And it's I, not and about I have that. To say you know, Mary is always inspiring me. Mary is always inspiring me because of her disposition throughout her life. She was receptive bride. She mm. was always in that stance of union with the Trinity. She, like as she mentioned to Louisa, report the mystic, um, waves of love back and forth between her and the Trinity. She was always in that stance of of God, mm. of God, I love you, God, I love you, God, I want to be with you, Lord, I want to give my all to you, Lord, fiat, fiat, fiat. be it done unto me, O Lord, according to your holy will. See, as you were saying this, this is, is so funny because the Lord brings songs to my mind. Mm -hmm. But I was, I was thinking of this beautiful song that I, that I've heard, um, in monasteries and so forth. But it was, she will show us the promised one. She will show us the promised mm -hmm. one. Oh, Mother of Jesus, be so kind as to show us the promised one. Wow. Yeah, she's Beautiful. the one. She will show us the promised one. She will show us Jesus, her son. Mm -hmm. Mary is not going to hide anything from her children when they are longing in this way. Mm -hmm. She will show us the promised one. Wow. And, and you know, we're in the times of the second advent. Mm. Just like that, the first advent, preparation for Christ, we're in the times of the second advent. Yes, we are. And, and, you know, it's a true. We're called to parallel what Mary and Joseph and Elizabeth were doing during the first Advent. Mm. You know, to be preparing to go to Bethlehem. <laughs> but you know, yeah, and and I, and I think of the words you know that that the Lord in the Scriptures tells us, Maranatha, come, Lord Jesus. Right. right. If we just um, have that prayer on our lips, that longing. Come, Lord Jesus, come mm -hmm. with this anticipation and this excitement. I know that I I, I say it frequently, um, especially in this day and age, where um, our Lord is more and more um, cast out and not thought of, not loved, not not longed for, and uh, the world is turning to the to the. To other things, right, right. It just makes me all the more want to say, "Come, Lord Jesus, come!" And there is so much darkness in the mm. world right now, so much deception, and and Jesus is the way, the, the truth, truth, and the life. life. And He became flesh to dwell among us. God became flesh, so He's the one tree that we must embrace. Whereas very few. 
people realize how much deception is out there, mm. how much deception is out there in the media, the Brain, mainstream brainwashing, media, <laughs> education, um, everything, all this billboards, it just, there's so much deception drawing people to the spirit of the world, the flesh, and the devil. Right. And so the only answer is Jesus. Right, right. He is the way, the truth, and, and the, the life. life. And so we're in a time of Advent, and that's really would be a very good practical thing for everyone to do is be cleansed of this mm. media, the, the negative media, the media that's deceptive, mm. and, and cling to things that are going to draw us deeper. Right. And this union with God and this knowledge of God. And a little something that was coming to me, a little practical thing that we can do, each one of us out there, when we go shopping, when we uh, uh, have a lot of things to do, just always remember that we can always make acts of kindness out there when you see, mm. you know, people that are pushing in line and people that are doing this and that and the other and, and they're being ugly to one another. You go to the cashier and you say, God bless you, Merry Christmas. Yeah. And just saying these things to people uh, will, will raise their minds and heart to God, even for an instant. This is powerful. You know what you're reminding me of? Recently I had to make a couple phone calls like to different for our internet service and then for um, something else. And both times the person I was talking to, you know, they were very nice. And, and one of them said, Merry Christmas. And I just felt, and I said, God, and I said, God bless you to both of them. And they both said back, God bless you. Yes. And so I just thought it was really neat because it's, I think President Trump is bringing that back to right. our country. Merry Christmas, yes. And, and God bless and you. God you, bless know, you. And, yeah. and God we trust and all of that, that we're not as afraid to, to say it to one another. Right, right. Because at one point, er, Merry Christmas was being taken out of every place. It's this happy, right. happy holiday. And people you know? have no idea how powerful this feast is of Christmas, of, of Christ... Becoming wow. flesh. The Word was made flesh. And dwelt among us. Because Amen. even as you often share about that exorcist, oh, that yeah. will often just say the prayer. Yes. Say, a, what, what does he a, say? A Canadian exorcist shared this, and he said, all he says many times is when, when people are tormented by the evil one, he says, verbum Dei, caro factum es, which in Latin is the word was made flesh. How powerful, because the enemy can't stand to, to be in that presence of the word made flesh and dwelt among us because it just boggles his mind as Lucifer, the angel it's of the light, angel, yeah. that our, our Lord would come in the flesh, born of a woman. And he so, can't, and, it's, and Christ has already won the victory. We just so, so don't realize it down here, you know, right. very often. But we can ourselves begin to realize it and take it on. I've had a priest once say, we've been redeemed, we just don't fully know it yet. And that's why the more we are just immersing ourselves in Jesus mm. and coming to know Jesus. And Mary is the way to know Jesus most fully. And this is why we always go 
with Mary to Jesus mm. and, and with Mary and Jesus to the Father by the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So, yeah, another thing that has been coming to me during this uh, uh, talk right here is to believe in Jesus's love for us like we've never believed in his love for Amen. us before. And to say that prayer from the bottom of our heart, Jesus in my heart, I believe in your love for me and I love you. And to say, you know, help me to believe in your love for me like I've never believed in your love for me before. God will answer that prayer quicker than any other prayer. Amen. So in closing, we say, may you all have a very blessed and holy Advent season. Amen. Let us be united in surrendering and allowing ourselves to be stripped in whatever ways God is wanting us to be stripped still more, to make more room for Him and for His love. Amen. So God bless you all. Mother, take over. And remember, Maranatha, come Lord Jesus. Thank you for listening to Out of the Blue. Visit us on our motheroftheeucharist.org to donate and for more information about our ministries. Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com. Woodhill Community Center. Have a hand in the heart of the city. Support their mission with your donations at WoodhillCommunityCenter.org. Toyota in Nicholasville Superstore. Online consultants are standing by right now to help you find your next Toyota. Visit ToyotaOnNicholasville.com. Lexus of Lexington. Home of the best-selling Lexus IS. Find yours today at LexusOfLexington.com.